Hello, and welcome to the Confident Moms Podcast. I am your host, Laura Dry, and this is episode number 28, Wanting to Show Our Weaknesses. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We are going to be talking about weaknesses and more specifically, why showing your weaknesses is not only helpful to you, it's helpful to others. And I think it's helpful to the world as a whole. And I'm going to dive right in. I'm going to start by telling you the three reasons why I think it's so important that we start showing our weaknesses. But right before I do that, I just want to share with you a few of the definitions that I even found for weakness. What is the actual definition of weakness? And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute as well. But firstly, Weakness, the state or condition of lacking strength, a quality or feature regarded as a disadvantage or fault. And lastly, a person or thing that one is unable to resist or likes excessively. I want you to keep those definitions in the back of your mind. They will apply to everything that I'm sharing today. So the first reason why I believe that showing our weaknesses, being honest with ourselves, with our weaknesses, and even sharing what we're struggling with or sharing our weaknesses with others is because it allows others to connect with us better. We as humans are made, built, created to connect. That's why there's not just one of us on this earth. There's lots of us And we are meant to connect with one another. And one of the wonderful ways that we're able to feel a connection, or I know that I'm able to connect with something or with somebody, is when they share something with me that I can relate to. When they tell me something real and honest that maybe resonates with me in a deep way, I feel so much more connected with them. And also, it allows us to realize, hey, it's okay that we have weaknesses. And we maybe relate more to the fact that we are human and that we are perfectly imperfect. And when we show our weaknesses to others, it's almost like it gives them permission to be more honest with themselves, to be more open and honest with who they are and the things that they're struggling with. Because... Somebody else is doing the same. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever experienced this? So many times I will either be reading a new story or, you know, what's so interesting is we can relate to those new stories. And I think about the Olympian who, who backed out of the race. And I don't even know the details because I don't pay too much attention to details because that's not what resonated with me in that story. In that story recently, it was the fact that this future, um, not future, she was an Olympian in some area, I'm not even sure, but she backed out of the race that she'd worked her whole life for because mentally she wasn't okay. Mentally she was struggling and she needed to stop. And how often do we cover up our weaknesses? Do we avoid them? Do we hide them from the world? for lots of different reasons. Maybe because 
we feel a little bit of shame with that about them. Maybe it's because we don't want somebody to know our weaknesses because we feel weak because of them. We feel less than. We don't feel good enough. We compare ourselves with others. And let me tell you, when that story was shared, I noticed an outpouring of connection that the world had because she's not the only one that was struggling with that. So many of us struggle with that. And it gave so many people permission to be more honest with themselves and others about how they're really doing, how they're really feeling, what they're actually struggling with and kind of stop hiding from it. The second reason why I think it's so important for us to start thinking about showing our weaknesses is because it allows ourselves humility. It allows us to tap into humility. We need humility in order to learn. We need humility in order to take the things that we're experiencing in our life and have them change us for the better. We can have all sorts of experiences. We can have life-changing experiences without them changing our lives because we're avoiding doing that because we're not humble enough to see those weaknesses without um, beating ourselves up about them in a way that allows us to grow and develop and learn from them. I think another piece of this is when we lack humility, when we're not, not willing to be humble, we miss out on opportunities to learn from others. We can learn from others because not everybody's going to have the same weaknesses as us. And what might be our weakness is somebody else's strength. And we can look to them and notice and pay attention and learn why, why are they so strong? What are they doing differently than me? And it's comparing, but in a healthy way, you know, in a way that we desire to change and to grow and become who we're meant to be. Because, I mean, we can definitely just tell ourselves, oh, well, there's no hope for me. I can't change. But that's actually not true. And it reminds me of a story that I heard. It, I'm pretty sure it was a, a recent general conference. But it was recently shared. But President Monson shared it um, in a general conference. And it's the story of the prison warden named Clinton Duffy. And he said, during the 1940s and 50s, Warden Duffy was well known for his efforts to rehabilitate the men in his prison. One critic said, you should really know that leopards don't change their spots. So in some words, kind of saying, good luck, but don't waste your time with these inmates because leopards don't change their spots. You can't change these, these people. And Warden Duffy replied, you should know I don't work with leopards. I work with men and men change every day. He goes on to explain that one of Satan's greatest lies is that men and women cannot change. And this untruth gets told and retold in so many different ways. And it's easy to believe that lie. We're taught that our circumstances define us. We're taught that we should embrace who we really are and be our authentic true selves. And what's sad about that is we can believe that the weaknesses that we have 
are who we really are. But that's just not true. That is our natural man state. That is the natural man condition. And the whole reason we are here, or what I believe the reason we are here, is to become more, is to overcome some of our natural man tendencies. And so when we allow ourselves to be humble, when we access humility, we can then be honest with ourselves about those weaknesses. We're not telling ourselves that this is just who we are and we can't change, but we can see those things and maybe gain a greater desire to change them because we're not arguing or we're not settling. We're not settling with them, telling ourselves that that's just who we are. Um, so accepting where we currently are, noticing our weaknesses can help us grow our desire to move forward. And that comes from being humble, from accessing humility. Then the third reason why I think it's so important for us to start showing our weaknesses or think about, um, sharing or showing our weaknesses is because our weaknesses are one of the reasons we need our savior, Jesus Christ. He is the only one that can help us overcome our weaknesses. And when we avoid them or when we full out hide from them or argue with them or hide them, or like I said before, if we just succumb to them, we are maybe even sometimes unconsciously avoiding or hiding from God. We put up a wall in between us and our connection with our savior, Jesus Christ. I love this scripture in Ether 12, 27, which says, and if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I will give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. The world would have us believe that we are who we are and we can't change, but we know that with Jesus, all things are possible. And this scripture is just such a great reminder of why we need him in our lives, why that is so important. And our weaknesses can actually become our strengths, not on our own, but as we access that connection and relationship with our savior and have him be a part of making our weaknesses become strengths. But again, we can't connect in that way unless we're willing to be honest with ourselves about our weaknesses, unless we're willing to, um, share them and embrace them to be able to grow that desire to move forward through them. Um, I wanted to share um, what I, my thoughts about weakness um, itself. I think that this term weakness is very subjective. We all have our own ideas of what weakness means to us. 
we have our own thoughts and beliefs about that. And so as you think about your weaknesses, really your weaknesses are anything that you think they are. I mean, you can many, and many of us actually take on the ideas that other people will maybe say, oh, well, you're just, you're just too much, or you talk too much or whatever. Some of those, um, limiting beliefs we have about ourselves that maybe other people have said things. And then we've created this limiting belief for ourselves. Um, those are maybe some of the things that we think our weaknesses are. And I want to caution that when we come at um, weaknesses from that standpoint, from that negative standpoint, it's really, really hard for us to access humility and the desire to move forward through them because we have so much shame and guilt maybe and negative emotions surrounding them. And so it's really important to notice the judgments you're having about yourself and your weaknesses, because if those judgments are really negative and really harsh, you are going to want to run and hide from them. You are going to want to argue with them. You're not going to want to share them because you're going to be feeling really terrible feelings about yourself in those weaknesses. What if we could change our mind about what weaknesses are? What if weaknesses are just human? What if we all have them? What if none of us are perfect and by embracing them and being honest with ourselves and accessing that humility, our lives can be brighter and this world can be brighter. So I came up with a few ideas about what maybe some weaknesses could be. And again, these are just my ideas. Maybe you know some of your weaknesses. Maybe you have those ideas in your own mind. Um, there can be worldly things like we may believe we aren't good at organizing or cleaning or cooking, okay? There can be emotional weaknesses like we, we might believe that we're shy or that we're too emotional or that we cry too easily. We may believe that we're judgmental or we gossip. Maybe we're forgetful or we're never on time. We're not disciplined or we're not good at, at delaying gratification. Whatever it is, it's not the specific weakness that is the problem. It's usually what you're thinking about that weakness and what you're thinking about yourself. And so those weaknesses or those things are an opportunity for us to be humble, to take those things to the savior and ask him for help in overcoming them. And as we do that, I think it'll allow us to be a little bit more courageous in sharing our stories, a little bit more courageous to not be embarrassed about our weaknesses, to not say sorry when we're taking somebody somewhere in our car and it's a disastrous mess, to embrace that if we think it's a weakness, if it's a problem for us, to embrace that part of us and to work on changing it if we so want to. But don't assume that everybody would agree that the thing you are thinking is a weakness is actually a weakness because those things are very subjective. And when we apologize for where we're at, then we miss out on opportunities for people to meet us where we're at. We miss out on opportunities for us to embrace that humility that's going to drive us to have a desire to move forward and to do the things we need to do to maybe grow 
from that weakness to maybe change and um, make that weakness into a strength. I want to share a few of the ways I have put this into action in my own life. And I thought of a few examples and maybe as you know, if you are a mom listening, you might be able to relate to some of these. Um, but the first one that I want to share, and again, this is me sharing some of my perceived weaknesses, which is uncomfortable. Let me just say it can be uncomfortable if we're not in the habit of it, but I do truly believe that being humble and sharing is strengthening to others. I was actually, um, as I thought about weakness, I thought about maybe addiction and I thought about um, some of those struggles that many people have uh, in this in this life. And in some of the research that I was doing, it was talking just about how important it is to share your story, whether it's with addiction or maybe mental health or those sort of things. Because when you are vulnerable, you help break stigmas that the world has about certain things like maybe mental health or substance abuse or just real life things that are going on that sometimes we have ideas about and it allows others to maybe become more empathetic towards the issues and towards somebody dealing with it um, if we're willing to share our story and not just our stories from when we've recovered. Okay. I think there is such strength in maybe sharing the middles of our stories, when we're actually in the middle of our story, when we're actually in the middle of a weakness and we're really struggling, I don't know that so many of us share as much as maybe we might need to hear those stories in those times. And yeah, well, it's great to share your story when the story is complete there's lots of people who are in the middle of their stories and can't really see that ending. And so how helpful might it be to share where you're struggling right now, to share where you're feeling weak and lonely right now so that you can find others who are in that same space. Um, so back to my examples, there have been some days in my motherhood where I've had a hard time getting out of bed and I just feel apathetic sometimes toward life, whether it's I'm feeling depressed or whether it was postpartum, just a depression of some sort, or, I mean, it's been a really long time since I've had really little kids, but there have definitely been blue days. And I would notice myself getting myself out of bed anyways, because I had kids to get off to school. And when I would get those kids off to school, then I'd go right back to bed. And then I would clock watch. I would do things to avoid my feelings. Maybe I would watch TV or maybe I would sleep. Um, and then as soon as the clock was 310, I would make sure that there was no sign of me watching TV or being in my bed throughout the day, because I felt a little bit of shame about that. I felt like that meant I wasn't a good mom or that I wasn't strong enough or that there was something wrong with me. So I would hide that. And I didn't want my kids to see me re wrestling with my mental health because a part of me hadn't admitted that I did have, um, 
that I was struggling with my mental health and a part of me didn't want them to see that in case somehow it was contagious in case somehow they would then think it was okay for them to do the same. And I realized that by showing up in that way for my kids, I was maybe robbing them of a a closer relationship based on honesty and connection where I would have wonderful, real opportunities to share real life applicable teaching moments with my kids and share with them that I'm not perfect and share with them that I have weaknesses so that when they feel the same, when they maybe struggle, they will know that something's not wrong with them, that they will know that me as their mom is understanding of that. And we can have maybe opportunities to learn together, that they can know that perfection is not expected and that I am not perfect and nor do they need to be. Another example is admitting when I'm wrong. I can be a little hard-headed sometimes. And a lot of times I think I'm really right. Anybody relate to this? And I, I am really right. See how hard it is for me to admit that maybe I'm wrong sometimes and that I don't know everything. And so admitting when I'm wrong is one thing, but then apologizing is also another thing. And I, I think for me, this is a weakness that I have a desire to work on. I'm recognizing it. I'm trying to be more humble in it. And I'll share a really quick experience that I had last year where I realized I had overstepped in a situation and I didn't show up the way that I had wanted to. And I noticed my brain trying to fight me on it. I noticed my brain trying to say, oh, it's no big deal. Whatever. You were justified in the things that you did and said, it's fine. Then there was this nagging part of me that's like, no, I don't want to show up like that. And so I was really struggling because I felt um, maybe a little bit of pride. I didn't want to apologize. I didn't want to um, admit that I was wrong because that feels a little bit uncomfortable. And I actually did go to Heavenly Father and I asked, I needed his help to make this weakness of mine a little stronger so that I could do the thing that I knew that I wanted to do, but was so, so hard. And so I prayed and I asked for help and I had of my apology all planned out in my head. And I showed up to that apology and it was so uncomfortable. And when I was done, I remember this person saying, oh. And the funny thing about it is I realized in that moment that the person I was apologizing to didn't need my apology. And I realized that that was a really pivotal moment for me. I needed to apologize. And I think that that was really an opportunity where Heavenly Father was saying to me, okay, thanks for coming to me. And this is how I'm going to make your weakness a strength by helping you do the thing that is going to teach you something 
because the apology wasn't for the other person. It was for me to learn that, okay, it was okay. I can apologize. I didn't die. It wasn't the most terrible thing. And I was able to grow my confidence in humility and doing the right thing in that moment. And that was a really wonderful lesson of learning in my life. Um, I think that that's my last example. <laughs> I thought that I had one more, but maybe I didn't. I just want to, to kind of share and in, as we, um, end this today again, to just reiterate that it is important for us to be willing to show our weaknesses, not just for ourselves although that is really, really beneficial, but it's also helpful for others. We can shine our light. And when we do a little brighter by being honest and showing up in all of our struggles and our mess and in the middle of our struggles, we can be a light to others who are maybe hiding from them, who maybe are struggling to access that humility. We can just be good examples. Again, as moms, I think being able to share and show our weaknesses allows us to be not tellers of how to act, but examples of, of acting. And we all know that, well, I know for me personally, our, and we've heard, I guess, <laughs> that our actions speak louder than our words. And I think that in showing and sharing our weaknesses is, one of a really great way where that, um, that whatever quote is true. Our actions speak louder than our words. Our true, honest experiences and our, our weaknesses speak louder than this perfect life or persona that we're trying to um, that we're trying to share with the world in an attempt to not feel something uncomfortable, but it is when we actually are sharing and being true to what's actually going on in our life, to the weaknesses that, that we have as humans, it is when we grow the most and it is when others can actually connect and grow the most as well. So I hope that, um, something that I've shared has resonated with you and you can reflect on maybe some of the weaknesses that you avoid looking at, or maybe have some shame or guilt around and think about how actually your weaknesses can help you and can maybe help others and accessing that power through the savior, Jesus Christ to help you help you make weak things in your life become strong. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will see you for another episode next week. If you are ready to grow your confidence, get unstuck or feel better so that you can become happier in your motherhood and all the other areas of your life, then I would love to invite you to come work with me. Head on over to lauradrycoaching.com to learn more access all my free content or book a consultation with me. 
You deserve confidence, and I would love to help you access yours.